A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long team with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. <laughs> There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but... God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. <laughs> My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are gods by faith in his son... <laughs> Right, 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> and... Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 44 of The Fifth Seal. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. Excuse me a second while I stop that video from playing uh, because we need it uh, to be at the beginning and to play when it's supposed to play. I don't know why it started playing. Uh, I just caught it out of the corner of my eye. Uh, there's a little rabbit trail. Uh, we are on episode 44. I said that of Ma the master's dog. The master's dog is my podcast where I uh, come and refute the false teachers. As the quote says, if when God's word is attacked, I would be a coward if I remained silent. So here I am barking just like a dog would when his master is attacked, when the word of God is blatantly attacked and, and twisted and misused. I want to uh, come and respond to that as much as I possibly can. This started out as a response to the Saints Unscripted uh, section of their podcast called Faith and Beliefs. Um, and I committed to responding to every one of the videos that they did. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done one of these because they haven't done any faith and beliefs videos. And so it's been kind of, I actually thought they might quit and I might spend all of my master's dog time, uh, 
dealing with uh, guys like Joel Osteen and Stephen Furtick, who's a modalist apparently, and uh, we'll we'll get to that in the next couple of weeks and so on. So, but today we are back looking at faith and beliefs with the the David Snell from Saints Unscripted. They are back and they have done some another video, which again is one that I went. Why am I responding to this? Because I said I would, and I'm a man of my word. And so here we go. We are going to take a look at David talking about the LDS Church and their welfare program. Here we go. Different religions around the world are doing wonderful things to make the world a better place. In this episode, we're going to take a look at how the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints pitches in with their incredibly huge welfare program. Let's jump in. Okay. If you play Michael Jackson again, coming through this screen. Between about 1983 and 1985, Ethiopia was hit with the worst famine they'd seen in a century. The New York Times set the death toll at one million. The death toll is catastrophic. If, like me, you weren't alive during this time, maybe you're familiar with a couple of songs that promoted fundraisers in connection with this disaster. One is We Are the World. And the other you might be hearing on the radio nowadays, Do They Know It's Christmas? Spencer W. Kimball was president of the church at that time. He called for two special church-wide fasts. He asked members for each fast not to eat or drink anything for 24 hours and to donate the money they would have spent on that food to the church to aid Ethiopia. They raised over $11 million. It was this event that catalyzed the official beginning of the humanitarian branch of the church now known as Latter-day Saint Charities. Funded by the donations of members and non-members, the goal of this branch is to simply follow Christ's admonition to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, take in the stranger, and to aid the sick and afflicted, regardless of race, nationality, religion, etc. It's because I'm green, isn't it? 100% of humanitarian aid donations, every penny, are used for humanitarian efforts. And the majority of those aided through Latter-day Saint charities are not members of our faith. We don't proselyte to them, we're not trying to convert them, that's not what this is about. Under the umbrella of Latter-day Saint Charities, we've got several initiatives going on around the world. There are projects related to emergency response, food security, vision health, maternal and newborn care, clean water and sanitation, immunizations, wheelchairs, refugee resettlement, and various localized community projects around the world addressing issues like homelessness and immigration. From 1985 until 2018, Latter-day Saint Charities had given over $2.2 billion in assistance around the world. In 2018 alone, we were in over 141 countries Impressive. and worked on almost 3,000 projects with almost 2,000 partners. We team up with other relief efforts very often on different projects, including the American Red Cross, Catholic Relief Services, Muslim Aid, UNICEF USA, and countless others. There's an endless selection. <laughs> endless. Now, separate from but similar to Latter-day Saint Charities is the Church's Welfare Program, which is funded locally by Latter-day Saint fast offerings. So while Latter-day Saint Charities, you could say, tackles major issues and disasters, the welfare program usually caters to members of our faith, and sometimes non-members, on a much more personal level. To help fight hunger, the church owns hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland. They've got orchards, canneries, granaries, processing and packaging plants, and pretty much anything else you can think of. 
I actually lived close to one or two church farms growing up in Oregon. What they grow usually ends up in what we call a bishop's storehouse. There are about 136 of these storehouses worldwide. They can act as distribution centers when disaster strikes or whenever people need food. Through the welfare program, they can talk with their local bishop, who will often send them to pick up what they need from the storehouse, the majority of which are just like little grocery stores, except everything is free if your bishop sends you there. For free! Booyah! But the church isn't just giving people handouts. Give it to me. Now. She was a bad egg. It also places a huge emphasis on self-reliance. If you can't afford to put food on the table, we'll get you food. But we also want to help you get a job or help you start your business and teach you how to manage your finances. You need a purpose. More specifically, you need a job. Right now, the church operates 259 employment resource centers around the world that help provide training, experience, networking, and help for people looking for jobs. The church also provides free local self-reliance classes, probably near you. For The church's self-reliance program is so good that we recently helped the NAACP rewrite our manuals for them to use as they work with underprivileged inner-city African-Americans. Sounds good to me. From Latter-day Saint Charities to the welfare program to employment and self-reliance, the church is doing a lot of good in the world, the majority of which you will never ever hear about. I don't work for the church right now, but I used to, and for the short time that I did, I was blown away by how much good the church does around the world. Massive projects that I otherwise would have had no idea were going on. When it comes to me personally and my faith, there are a lot of things I firmly believe in and fewer things I can say I positively know. But I know that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a formidable force for good in this world. And it all circles back to following the example and teachings of Jesus Christ, specifically his words recorded in Matthew 25. Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. If you're of a different faith than me, please let me know in the comments about the good things your faith is doing. Check out the links in the description for more info on this topic, and have a great day. So there you go. I managed to actually get through an entire one of his videos without stopping, without talking about it, without doing anything, because it's pointless. Yay, LDS Church. That, and again, I mean, I, I sarcastically applaud, but I'm, I'm fantastic. Do good works. Do good things. Help people eat. You know, when he's talking about non-members and so on at the Bishop Storehouse, I don't know about the, the big charities. I'm sure they're out in these communities. I guarantee you that the whole issue of we're not proselytizing them is a lie. They're sending missionaries in to try to do. that. That's just, that's just bull. They, they may not, you know, require them to convert, but they have missionaries and they are giving lessons and they are looking for, I guarantee you that. But as far as the, as the Bishop Storehouse, my experience, my mom, when I was a kid, received aid from the Bishop Storehouse. But in order for her to receive that aid, she had to go to church. She had to be there on Sundays. Now, my mom was an excommunicated member of the LDS Church. My mom was an alcoholic and a smoker and a coffee drinker and all the things. She did not, by no means was she a member of the church. But in order for her to receive 
anything from them, she had to be there. And so, you know, again, there, there are, there are stipulations in the welfare, but again, it's meaningless. You know, I, I find it interesting that he goes and quotes from Matthew 25, because if you jump back one chapter, you're going to come across where Jesus said, where the people approached him and said, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things in your name? And he looked at them and he said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Works have no bearing on truth. You know, this is a section, this is called faith and beliefs. This is supposed to be the things that show how true their church is. This is the, 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 you know, the doctrine and theology is originally what it was uh, indicated to be. You know, they went through the, do, the uh, articles of faith and so on. And so this was what this was supposed to be. So apparently the underlying insinuation was we do such good stuff. We are the true church. You can do great things. You know, oh, if you're of other religions, tell us what good your church is doing. I'll tell you, David, the good that my church is doing. We're sending evangelists out to the LDS temple on, on conference weekend and on Thursday nights and sharing the truth with them. Because it does no good to give people food, money, shelter, and then give them a religion or a faith that is going to send them to hell, which is what the Mormon church is. It is a false Christ. You can do great works all you want in the name of a false Christ, and no salvation, no benefit comes from it. Except the fact that you are convincing these people that they are doing good things for the Lord. And they're going to be among those people that say, when they, when they see him, they're going to be like, but, but Jesus, we did this stuff. We, we did these fasts and we gave this money and, and people got fed and we did this in your name. And he's going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And they're going to be cast into the lake of fire because you were giving them a false Christ and false hope. So the good things that my church is doing, I mean, it, 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 it's preaching the gospel and, and trying to, to draw those who are deceived out of the places of deception, the Mormon church being chief amongst them. So there's the, there's the good that our church is doing. Refuge Church, Ogden, Utah. You know, along with Apologia Church, in, in, in Mesa, Arizona, with Christ Church in, um, in Moscow, Idaho, uh, with all these different churches, the, the Rock, uh, I don't even know the names of all the different churches that are sending people out to, to preach the good news to the, the Mormon people. But that's what we're doing. So you, you, you bolster yourself up on, on a pedestal of, of good works, they're filthy rags. These are the filthy rags that Isaiah talked about. Because you think these things are going to benefit you in your salvation. And the only thing that is going to provide any salvation is Christ, the true Christ's death on the cross. Christ who is the creator of all things. The, the Christ who is God 
who is not a created being, who was not a, an offspring of another spiritual being, who is and always has been and always will be God, eternal, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, creator, God, took on flesh, went to the cross to pay the penalty for your sin, that if you would repent and believe in him, and trust him and the work that he did and none of your own that you would no longer bolster yourself upon these great works that your church and you individually do but my salvation rests upon Christ and Christ alone and because of that I do these things because he's changed me I do these things I don't do these things to to garner favor that is not who Christ is and the church that does that is not Christian. So you ask me the good that my church does, we preach the gospel. And I beg you to hear it. And if you're in the LDS church and you're, you're thinking that these great things are, 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 are stacking your deck to, to gain favor with God, run. Get out. Look to the true Christ who did everything that was required for your salvation. And anything you do beyond that is done out of that. Not to gain that, but because it's already been given. We are saved to do good works. We are not saved by good works. We're saved by his works. So my Mormon friend, my LDS friend, if you think that, that your church is true because of, of these things that they do, get out. My Christian friend, if you know anybody who is, is resting on the laurels of the, of the LDS church, share truth with them. Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.